Hello, Crumbly. What are you watching? Oh, I'm watching this program. It's, so, it's just the clothes and the weird makeup and, and, and the shoulder pads. I mean, I've never seen such wide shoulder pads in all my life. Are you watching Dynasty? No, Doctor Who, yeah, Frontier in Space, Underworld and State of Decay. Listeners, one and all, to this, the latest non-socially distant staggering stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. Hang about. Who's Crumbly? Yeah. Yeah? Who's that? I don't know. Who's that? I don't know. What's that? (laughs) That's a gene. Oh! Shh! We're not all here together. No, no, We no. are socially distanced. We are, we, we are. are. We're yeah. all at least a metre apart. We are, actually. Yeah, me, me and Crumbly have built a barrier between us. <laughs> made of <laughs> tissues and made of t- McDonald's. McDonald's tissues. tissues. Yeah. Mm. I'm fake Keith. <laughs> I'm Adam. <laughs> I'm Jean. And I, yes, I am... For some weird reason, dressed as the man from Del Monte. Yes. <laughs> Not the maddest uncle. It was a hot day. Yes, of course it was, dear. I want some orange juice. No, you he flashed his nipples at me earlier as well. <laughs> that's because he was showing submission to you and didn't want you to harm him. Yeah. Oh, that's all right, then. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are in the dominatingly superior position. <laughs> <laughs> she can't control her own sneezing. There's nothing dominatingly superior about that. There's going to be some uh, slash fiction coming out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> and real Keith showed his nipples. And it was red and throbbing. And four, said Jean. Look at the size of that one. And then she noticed a solitary hair coiling up from the tip. And she said, No, I don't fancy that. And went and f***ed off crumbly. Oh, God, there goes our rating. Sorry. <laughs> oh, we have rating. <laughs> uh, I'm open to offers. Anyway, dear listeners, without further ado, we're back. Hooray! And without further it's ado, time. it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Oh, yeah. Doctor Who, colon, comical Lytton. Lytton. Have you ever wondered what shenanigans Gustav Lytton got up to with two men dressed up as policemen during their brief time trapped in 1980s London? Shenanigans. If so, then the always charming Eric Sayward has a comic (laughs) book just for you. With a mere few days left on Kickstarter as we go out, this upcoming four-issue miniseries is described as... A noir thriller featuring this popular character from the worlds of classic Doctor Who, perfect for fans of Sin City and Criminal. And... Swapping shooters for suits, it's 1975, and Lytton and his longtime Batman, Wilson, run the Jazz Soiree Club in London's West End. Quite how this fits in with Doctor Who continuity is unclear, but perhaps it won't. 
this series is only possible because Eric Saywood owns the character, so don't expect many Who references. Mm-hmm. If you can't stand that confusion in your mind, then Cutaway Comics have another two upcoming miniseries that might tempt you. Omega, colon, Vengeance, mm-hmm. set to feature art by John oh Ridgway, and Ooh. Paradise Towers, colon, Paradise Found. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I like John Ridgway. He's a good artist, is John Ridgway. Netflix has, is clearly pleased. Dude, dude, title. title. Oh, <sighs> the Witcher, prequel incoming. Ooh. Netflix were clearly pleased with their timey-wimey first season Oopy of The Witcher. Wobbly. With the second season currently in production, sort of, getting back to filming in a couple of weeks, so they hope, that clearly isn't enough for them, as Netflix have also ordered a six-episode miniseries set 1,200 years earlier, currently called The Witcher Blood Origin. They say of this, Blood Origin will tell a story lost to time. The origin of the very first Witcher, and the events that lead to the pivotal conjunction of the spheres, when the worlds of monsters, men, give him a poke. I can't poke give him. him a poke. Social distancing. Tell you what, I'll throw a brick at him. Ah, elves merge to become one. Though Geralt of Rivia is unlikely to make an appearance. Perhaps the producers could at least give Henry Cavill's CGI upper lip a cameo. <laughs> Either way, seemingly nobody is quite sure when this miniseries might get to the screens, what with everything going on in the world. Mm. You read that bloody well. <laughs> that came across slightly more patronising <laughs> than I intended. <laughs> Thank you. Why does Carol's always remind me of Elric? I don't know. Probably yeah. the white hair. Mm, yeah. yeah. Why is it called blood orange? Origin. Oh, origin. <laughs> blood orange. Because <laughs> it's, it's Vesemir, tiny and Vesemir's breakfast from 1,200 ah, years ago. It's a Satsuma. It's a sequel series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear, oh dear. What is it, Crumbly? Shatner. Oh dear. Devils. Revengi. This is oh. going to be a long item, isn't it? <laughs> yes. yes. Wake me up when it's over. Okay. Just when you thought it was safe to watch, director video father again. It turns out that William Shatner, me, hasn't entirely given up on his form of acting after all. The tomb, Devil's Revenge, sees the Shat team up with Jerry Ryan and take on the devil after some nonsense about a cave, a relic and a pole straight to hell. This film is billed as from the writer of Star Trek The Next Generation. This singular writer turns out to be Morris Hurley, who wrote 12 of the 178 episodes rather than all, as this suggests, including the likes of Shades of Grey and The Child, but also the rather better Q. Who? If you wish to... (laughs) (laughs) He's just about holding on there. Don't interrupt him. If you wish to experience the tomb, Devil's Revenge, then find it going straight to streaming on the 14th of September. Hi. Hi. Keith, it's all right, sweetie. It's all right. Come on. Breathe. There, there. Any 
Addendums. Addendums. Can you, can you follow those up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have two. two. Count them. Two, two. addendums. My first addendum. What addendum is your first, first addendum? Doom Patrol. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's part of the DC Pantheon uh, televised uh, yeah. stories. I think, they've just, I think they've just entered their second season. Yeah, I think that's recently appeared on Netflix. Yep, yep, yeah. The, the reason I'm pointing this out, and I think it will be more of interest to our fair Jean over here, is they have a whole sequence in which, yeah, two of the characters become a cyborg and beekeeper. Uh, yeah, beekeeper and, beekeeper and Borg. And they do a whole little opening title motif spin-off based on ABC's Avengers, the 1960s Avengers. Yeah, yeah yes. amazing they even know about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Blarney. Americans will think Avengers is just the yeah. Marvels. Yeah. Actually, yeah. our Avengers predates that. Yeah. By a long shot. Yeah. <laughs> Only a couple of years, I think. But what, in... you mean 1960s, Alder? Yeah, yeah. 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 Marvel Avengers in 1960. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so. It's, it's, it's the whole complete with the umbrella, bowler hat, the whole uh, the oh, Emma Peel opening. So oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's the, the classic Steed and Emma Peel opening of the Avengers that they've redone, basically. What is your second addendum? addendum? My my addendum number two is Mr. Baker of the Collins Mm -hmm. has let it known that uh, the... No, no, that the whole team would be up for a 60th anniversary Five Doctors reboot. (laughs) If they're still alive. If they're still alive, yeah. Not far off now, really. Mm. What, death? (laughs) Well, 2020, (laughs) But it's, uh, uh, yeah, the um, uh, Sylvester, Peter Davison, Colin Baker and Mr. McGann have Mm. uh, made it known that they are willing, it's BBC willing yeah. This is the thing, whether the Beeble, Auntie Beeb would allow it or let it happen. I, I suppose, really, given it would be 2023, mm-hmm. that's actually not that far away in terms of commissioning and what have yeah. you. And with everything that's gone on at the moment, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if it isn't something the BBC are starting to think about. It's what, mm. Well, this is, this is what their job is. What would, they, what would the, um, the line be this time? I don't know. No doctor experience anymore, so you no. can't use that. Well, it's all right. Pete, uh, David Tennant's got a TARDIS in his garden. <laughs> yeah. We've all seen it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he is more involved, actually. Any more addendums? I've uh, got a quick one here. If you're Oop. interested in uh, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, yes. Season 3 has a release date of October. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Which I presume will be matched on Netflix. I would assume so. They've Normally still... a day later, aren't they? Yeah, they've still got the contract at the moment. Yeah, they're I still... Tied into that contract. Yeah. So well, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think we've also got um, Lower Decks coming up soon as well. Yeah, the animated. I don't yeah, know. that's only given a release date for CBS, not for worldwide. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know where that's going to appear. Yeah. It might appear on Amazon, but maybe not. Maybe not anywhere. Yeah. Outside the US, I don't know. And that's the end of the news. Dear listeners, we've all been watching a movie. We have. Mm-hmm. It might be described as that. I was just about to <laughs> say, in, in the broadest definition of the term. <laughs> yes, we've all been watching Space Under Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. 
what did everyone think of it? <laughs> I love this film. <laughs> it's it's, what you it's said the first terrible. It, it is terrible. It's it was strangely so, compelling. It's yeah. so, so, so good. <laughs> At and the same time. And I hate to say, Molly Ringwald yes. was yeah. 15 when she made this. 15? Yeah. Ooh. I looked her up, looked it up on IMDb. <laughs> And it's the most interesting thing she's ever done. (laughs) (laughs) All her characters in, like, The Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink. And and, Candle. Yeah. Ah. I've just really wanted to slap them a lot. Yeah. Because they're dull 1980s girls. And But Nikki, the character she plays Mm -hmm. in this, is just... Absolutely wonderful. You still want to slap her, but for completely different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> her bizarre space talk. Well, oh, I love yeah. her, her self, self-created language. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not too sure whether it's you know, sort of space opera or Mad Max. Or... It's, it's more it, Mad it, Max. It's, more or... it's, it's off the back of, I think it was mm. just after the Thunderdome. Or oh, one it of was the also, I mean, Space Hunter himself, Wolf, was very yeah. clearly a poor man's hand Solo. Yeah. Oh, I was going to oh, say, yeah. Yeah. Han Solo meets Thunderdome, yeah. but mm. with the special effects from Buck Rogers in the 25th <laughs> yeah, century. <laughs> so basically the I mean, storyline... I must admit, I mean, the special effects yeah. weren't that bad, actually. Ow! <laughs> Ever say that again. <laughs> well, apart from the opening scene. Yeah. Yeah, basically, the story is, yeah. this guy, Wolf, he's like a bounty hunter mercenary, yeah. and three Earth princesses have been kidnapped <laughs> by... The awful, nasty overdog played by Michael Ironside, who mm. ate the scenery he, he, with gusto. You, you could oh. tell. You could tell uh, Mike Ironside was having a conservatory built or a kitchen, <laughs> yeah. built, but he understood what it was and he went well, for it. Yeah. Oh, he was chewing the scenery. Yeah. So, time. so Wolf, of course, has to go and rescue the princesses and has lots of adventures and along shenanigans the along the way. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say this, but Michael Ironside is fake Crumbly's secret crush. <laughs> Han Tyler in V was one of my f- the, the subjects of one of my first confusing dreams as a teenager. <laughs> I think I think this was before V. Only it's, just, only just not long before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, v V made his name, yeah. so uh, he yeah. was sort of bubbling around. Yeah. 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 Everyone else at school liked Michael Donovan. Yeah. No, I liked Ham Tyler. <laughs> he looked like an alien, I thought. He? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Sort of a, 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 a poor man's Borg. Mm. Well, pretty much so. And what was with those hands or you know, <laughs> manipulators or whatever? Oh, well, that, clearly, I've worked this out. It's all in the same universe. That's actually because Space Hunter is in the same universe ah. as Total Recall. Ah, right. And he'd had his arms <laughs> chopped off by the lift in Total Recall and then nipped to the forbidden, sorry, the forbidden zone to yeah, become overdog. The thing was, I mean, when he was telling his guards to undress one of those women, I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, those hands of me, it's not as though you can sort of quickly nip out of the room for a few minutes. <laughs> Perhaps he is a delicate lover. <laughs> Have you got an itch? Yeah. Oh. That's why I need the women. Another thing I did notice about this, now they met some various mutants along yes. the way. Yeah. This forbidden zone is clearly where they send munchkins and adipose who've gone rogue. Yeah. <laughs> and we the had... Zorzaloff. Don't forget the oh, Zorzaloffs. Yes. Oh, no, I thought, I, said, I thought those were the adipose. Oh, oh right. did you? The big oh, grown-up yeah, 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 grown yeah. adipose. <laughs> yeah. this, this was very much, there was a number of, shall we say, B-movie-esque sci-fis <laughs> off of the back yeah. of Empire Strikes Back and <laughs> Star Wars yeah. and that kind of stuff and... This is in that vein of, um, oh, yeah, of... Uh, <laughs> Apparently it's well, released a week before Eternal Jedi. 
She was like, it? Really bad. It's yeah. like America. Yeah. Really bad timing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had a week before the huge Return of the Jedi, and they made yeah. just about made their budget. This is more any any. There other. couldn't have been a lot of budget there. No. It was fourteen point four million. They made sixteen point five. That's quite impressive. Well, to I, you know, I have, have made never it. ever heard or seen this before, oh, and I've seen a lot of those really bad sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I used to. I think I recorded this off the telly at one point yeah. that's how I saw when, it when I when I first got my first uh, video tape recorder it was record anything you yeah. anything that's, yeah. that's how I first saw it because you still had it on a tape yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean the thing was it was 1980s sci-fi Mm-hmm. When you watch it at the time, you think, "Cool, oh, bloody hell, this is really good. Really good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somehow the rose-tinted specs don't particularly work all that well. No. Just for old time's sake. <laughs> you, I mean, it's like the experience you had with, uh, was it Space 1999? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes. The old black and white 60s. I mean, yeah. Myself and Fake Crumbly were watching this, and she said, that's an hour, of, hour and a half of my life. I'll never get back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, she's not, just had her eyes fixed. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's God, what are you thinking of? <laughs> Jesus, man. On the, one of the positives to this <laughs> yeah, go on, was oh, Ernie Hudson. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> from Ghostbusters. Yep. Yeah. He was a better character than the main character. He really yeah. was, oh, wasn't God, he? Yeah. The stupidly named Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Yeah. Film uh, directed by Ivan Rentman as well. He was executive producing. Yeah. Yeah. I know there was something to do. I was so two, two yeah, Ghostbusters alumni. Some big yeah. names on yeah. it. There was yeah. even, this was one of those movies that was touted around as a 3D movie. Oh, yes. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. yeah. You, could, you can tell, you can Definitely still tell. tell by some of the action and effects that go direct to camera. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. There's one point is uh, the... the Chemist guy's got a syringe goes straight up to the camera yeah. lens. Mm. Uh, you can tell, and then oh, yes, even the, the opening credits yeah. bursting through that bit of metal. Yeah, yeah. 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 and yeah. when Overdog had Nikki in that weird torture device at the end, and the um the lights, the pulse lights, s- pulses yeah. of yeah. light yeah. coming towards the camera. I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. That, I knew it was meant to that be chemist, good. he was actually the third most interesting character in it. <laughs> I just loved the way he spoke. Oh, yeah. Do they yeah. have any scars? <laughs> Are they keeping all their limbs? It's just the just, way he pronounced yeah. words. It's a, it's is... a jump to the left. But there was... It could have done without all the. It seemed they seemed to put like the, like you said when Overdog was saying undress her and that. Yeah. They yeah. were just trying to chuck a bit of sex in for the sake oh, yeah. of it. But didn't need yeah, it really. It didn't need it. The the princesses were basically mobile MacGuffins. They, 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 did, oh, they did nothing. nothing. They didn't have any no. lines. No, they no. screamed a well, lot. Yeah, they yeah. screamed. Yeah. 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 And there may have been one or two lines of dialogue when they're all back on a wolf's uh, ship. Yeah. Oh, when they were all laughing together at yes. the end, isn't it wonderful? <laughs> the um, the cars driven by Washington and Wolf, they were interesting. Yeah, they were yeah. very Mad Max. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, but, you know. Um, and that's all locomotive come sailing ship. Oh, yeah, because yeah. they lived on it, didn't they? The, yeah. um, the old guy and the two morons who were... <laughs> although I loved their motorbikes. They were like oh, well, yeah. massive oh, yeah. sidecars. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the beginning of it with the, the locomotion and everything made it look like it could be quite interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. coming in and... Yeah, yeah. it was steampunky, the... wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then it all went downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't really a plot to it, it's just 
literally him going into different yeah, set pieces yeah, yeah, to yeah. rescue yeah. the princesses yeah. and mm-hmm. to get the reward. It's almost like Mario, you know, the, the yeah. next castle. Yeah. Although, <laughs> though, Nicky did have the makings of a fine Doctor Who character review uh, oh. companion because. They get to a really dangerous bit, and mm. Wolf says to her, you stay here. <laughs> she clearly counted to the required 30 seconds yeah. Yeah. before getting out and following him and getting yep. into trouble. Yeah. I mean, it's yep. standard yeah. companion fare. Yeah. I feel sorry for his first companion, though. Oh, the Chalmers, oh, the android. Oh, nice. Jeez, yeah. yeah. She got shot, and he barely... Oh, you were the best of the best, Chalmers. Yeah. Leave your rotting corpse yeah. where it is yeah. and drive away. <laughs> Click the button, she starts melting. Yeah, yeah. didn't even try to fix her. No, didn't, and that didn't look like too bad of a wound. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could see some flashing lights and shit, but mm. get yourself a screwdriver. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Very strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. And... I knew I'd seen Peter Strauss somewhere before, so I thought, oh, really? okay, it's, it's gonna it's gonna come to me. I'll look on IMDb yeah. and see what there is. Not a frigging clue. <laughs> I well, don't recognise him. Grey's Anatomy, I think. Never but, seen it. Yeah, it's mostly sort of biker mice from Mars and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I don't know if he just reminds me of someone. Yeah. Or perhaps my brain went, well, that's clearly Han Solo. And I thought he was was Harrison Ford. I think that's the point. He looks like someone. He wasn't necessarily... Yeah. 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 Yeah, He's been been a lot of things like um, Triple X State, The Union. Yeah, nothing I've ever seen. No? Yeah. (laughs) Tracy Ullman? There's not one thing on his list that I'd seen. The Incredible Hulk, the TV series? Ooh. Yeah, but one episode. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I recognise this. Murder on the Orient Express. (laughs) Which first? <laughs> the television film 2001. So basically, it's American TV and straight to DVD. Yeah. But it's also kind of brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit like a car accident. You yeah. know it's bad, but you can't you, help yeah, but look up. You have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> you think, right, I've started watching it, I might as well sit through to <laughs> I have seen worse of that kind of ilk. Me too. Um, this was yeah, infinitely well, better than yeah, some. Yeah, there is a degree of humour in this. Yeah. Yes. I mean, to me, I mean, I'd put it alongside such 80s classics as um, Hawk the Slayer. Oh. And uh, La- Lady Hawk and Disney. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. La- Lady Hawk is brilliant. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Lady Hawk's my best film of all time. <laughs> yeah, but there again, I mean, I was telling Fake Crumbly about Hawk the Slayer. How oh, this, Jesus, how the this... poor woman, she's been in hospital. <laughs> what, what kind how, of husband how this, are you? <laughs> how this magical storm is summoned up by this female sorcerer, and it's basically a load of ping-pong balls painted fluorescent green. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, she, did she raise an eyebrow at you? Um, <laughs> she touched slightly. Yeah. <laughs> There's some wonderful quotes here, which I think sum it up. Va- Variety called it a muddled science fiction tale <laughs> whose editing prevents the audience from enjoying the well-shot action scenes. <laughs> and the New York Times wrote that the film does more with its 3D than its contemporaries, but is too crowded and derivative ideas to be memorable. Okay. <laughs> Talking about the editing... There was one, even, you know, usually being blind is about, I, I miss most silly it, most yeah. things that people <laughs> pick up. But um, when Wolf and Washington were in the middle of a fight oh, yeah. and mm. Nikki was told to go back to the car and she's got that silver blanket around oh, her yeah. and you see her open the door and step into the car mm. and look up over it and you go back to punch, punch, fight, fight, shoot, shoot and it cuts back to her and clearly at one point she's buggered off back to where they were because she's forgot something because she's still walking towards the car. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, even Blindo here went, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen 
where on the the chip on the rails, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wolf is, is just finished his fight. He's walking yeah. down. There's a chicken that gets in the way. Yeah. Oh, the chicken he puts his gun down and carries on walking. Next scene. He got the gun again. Yes. Had he gone back to get the yeah. gun? Why did he well, put he was, it down? Well, he was worried that the chi- he thought <laughs> yeah. the chicken might need it, eggs. but then he realised yeah. the chicken couldn't that use one. it. Yeah. He's trying to pick up the eggs. I keep thinking of that chicken in uh, Lost in Space. <laughs> You're a strange boy, aren't you? No, I've the, missed you intently. What was the chicken's name? Cluck. No, the one that Major West was carrying around all the time. Jeff. I think you've been dreaming. Oh, yeah. that, no, no, the there was a chicken was, in the box. He carried it around because yeah. oh, he rescued that, it. What, the, the remake. Yeah, yeah the remake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no idea what it's called. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a chicken because they had the monkey in the original series. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, but um, it's the same name as the uh, monkey. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so do we recommend that people find this film and watch it immediately? Well, you can get it on Blu-ray. You don't want them to pay money for it. Um, I I would recommend that you get this film and watch it. I would also suggest that you get something quite alcoholic to drink (laughs) while watching it. Yeah, Yeah, it's a definite rainy Sunday afternoon movie. You know, what's the worst that could happen watching it? It's 2020, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tempt fate. Just amazing that we look back at Star Wars it seems so normal now Star Wars mm. but how much better it was than everything else at the time <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, D- Debbie that's it Debbie the chicken, chicken. <laughs> Debbie the chicken okay never leave again <laughs> <laughs> oh and Harold Rain has got a, got a nice voice cameo too did he? Who was right he? at the beginning? He was doing the uh, talking to Wolf over the oh, the t- oh, the right, oh, oh, okay. right. You, you, your alimony payments haven't yeah, been made. Right, yeah. You're overdue on the rent. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, got twenty seven thousand parking tickets. Yeah, your ex your ex wife is after maintenance. You know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was Space Hunter Adventure. That reminds me. Oh God. The title suggests there should have been more films to come. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the idea. But it did but, so poorly. <laughs> yeah, but surely you should balance that against it coming out at the same time as Jedi. You should give it another go. You know, <laughs> the fact that it made its money back against Jedi oh, is a miracle. Yeah. I've got to wonder, was the idea that all the screens of Jedi be full? So everybody would just go, OK, let's go watch this other film. Just to, whilst we wait for... That didn't work, did it? It didn't work. No. no. Especially as back then, especially over here... If Jedi was on, that was the screen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Watch it if you dare. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Tell us what you think of Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. How Keep can they do that? Keep it clean. They can do it by emailing us. But where? At show at staggering stories dot net. Do you realise well, that's the first time we've got it the right way round without pausing? <laughs> <laughs> about when we were skyping, yeah. Jesus Christ! Didn't help that there was a delay yeah. and that Jean was being a bint. Which is, I said show and everyone blinked at me. You know? <laughs> and of course, I'm then pointing and then at Adam and then realising Jean thinks I'm pointing at her. <laughs> or there was the show at. At. Yeah. <laughs> that one wasn't me. <laughs> okay, maybe it's time for a game. A game? 
You'd Gosh, like I could do with a game. Um, blind man's buff. Uh, uh, oranges and lemons. Red Rover. Uh, oh, Red British Rover. Bulldog. British Bulldog. Yes. Oh, I spy. Not good on audio. No. Tell Paint you the Clara orange. Oh, she's already orange. Yeah. Oh, so cool. <laughs> she glows. Well, that's because he's been doing weird stuff to her. <laughs> Tell you what, let's do things in five words. Okay. okay. Yep. Jeannie, mm. would you like to go first, my petal? Mm, I haven't done all of mine. <laughs> Adam, Hello. would you like to go first, my petal? All right. <laughs> Start with an easy one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when he says that. <laughs> Red double ender. Penetrates good. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Red double ender penetrates good. Mm. Is it a sonic lipstick? <laughs> no, no, no. A sonic something else. <laughs> Is it got the word sonic in it? No. Nope. Oh. I think it's... Red Dwarf, specifically the Black Ridged Nobbler. No, not the Black, black Ribbed Nobbler, no. no. <laughs> Red Double Ender. Is it a Doctor Who thing? No. Is it a British sci-fi thing? Uh, <laughs> no, not really. Okay, right. So, maybe, depending on your point of view, but no. Oh, God. <laughs> hmm. It was filmed in this country. It was filmed in this country. But most of it. What's the clue again? <laughs> Red Double Ender penetrates good. You just wanted to hear that said again, didn't you? <laughs> hmm, crikey. So is it a film? Is it a film? I think it's a Star Wars film. It is a Star Wars film. Ooh. Simply is because it? it was filmed over here. Oh, yeah. is it um, Darth Maul's lightsaber? It is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're very rude. Okay. <laughs> Complex project flies through space. Complex project? Complex project flies through space. The Beast from Math? No. <laughs> uh, Valley Forge? No. Oh, you're going to kick yourself. Yes. Then I'm going to kick you. <laughs> and it'll all end badly. Enterprise. Bingo! Uh, oh. yeah, A complex yeah. project. An enterprise. Oh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was clever and shit. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> um, one of those. Yeah. I would say yes, it was, but I'm the one who got it. <laughs> That's what worries me. There's, there's at least one person in this room who's really, really clever. Yeah. And Adam's not far behind. So. <laughs> Go on then, boy. Oh. Neil Gaiman in story form. Okay. Mm. Uh, Sandman. Okay, simple as that. Yeah, simple as that. Oh, that was quite easy. (laughs) Right, nice easy one. Oh. Pilot and his avian chum. Avian, that's bird, pilot and his... Buck Rogers. No. This, uh, the pirate captain? No. Is it this, the the assassin from Assassin's Creed with his eagle? No. Jason and the Argonauts with the owl thing? It's not that then. That was Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans, I knew it was one of them. (laughs) The original. Pilot and his avian friend. It, avian chum. Yes. A- avian is chum. It, uh, Chewy and the Porg. No. <laughs> Think of that. That's good. Um, hmm, clue. I said it about ten minutes ago. This is uh, the post in space. <laughs> oh, the chicken. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, thank Maj- God. Major West and, uh, and Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jean. You must Major have at West least one. <laughs> I've got two now. Oh, oh, go on then. Mind amplification is cool blue. Mind amplification, amplification is cool blue. blue. Mm. Is this Dougal and the Blue Cat? 
There's <laughs> <laughs> always Dougal and the blue cat. So there's some mind altering going on in the scripts of those. Yeah. yeah. Mind amplification. Yeah, there's a little bit more than just cool blue. Is this something from Doctor Who? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's the um, Metabolus 3 crystal. Yes. Yay. Metabolus. <laughs> you say metabolis, I say metabolis. <laughs> right. Schizoid man's number is reversible. Eleven. <laughs> uh, now, a prisoner is the obvious one, the schizoid man. Number six. Number nine. It's reversible to yep. number nine. Uh... <laughs> yeah, the episode, episode uh, Schizoid Man. And Very number good. six is the only one that could be turned upside down. Well, one could be turned upside down and still be one. To, yeah, it depends how you write the one. Yeah. If you write it properly. Eight, if you turn it upside down, it's eight. Yeah, eight. And <laughs> And nine, if you turn it upside down, is six. So your mm. argument is blown out of the water, good no, sir. Draw a one. Blown. <laughs> it's got the little thingies on it. <laughs> Go on then, Adam. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure you get this. You have to be paying attention, but... Uh, oh, no. Solo products before forbidden action. Solo products... Before forbidden action. Oh, no, you were talking about this. Mm. Solo <laughs> products before Space forbidden Space under. Action. <laughs> <laughs> Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Maybe products. related to that? It was meant to be uh, a trilogy. Yeah, it was, but it's not... not. No. Is it just Return of the Jedi? Jedi, that's no. what I was just thinking. <laughs> uh, okay, well, before Forbidden Action, was it Star Wars? <laughs> no. Solo. It, it is from, uh, what's his name? Space Hunter. Space Hunter, yes. No. Don't think you get out. No. no. Pay attention right in the first scene where he's there in the chair. If you look at the floor, there's a couple of disused tissues. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Moving swiftly onwards. I'll, I'll do mine next. <laughs> I apologise, dear listener. <laughs> Truly. Certain death via wardrobe selection. Oh. Certain death via wardrobe selection. What genre? Sci-fi. <laughs> Doctor Who? No. British? No. I was going to say Serverland, Blake 7, but... <laughs> that would have fit as well, but no. <laughs> it's a clue. I can't, because it would give it away too much. <laughs> if you were handed this garment, you'd cry and say goodbye to your mother. Um, Certain death via wardrobe selection. I can only think of the white robes from um, Logan's Run. Nope. Did you give up? Yeah. Red shirt, Star Trek. Oh. <laughs> I thought you'd get that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who hasn't done their second one? Go on, Keith. I shall go like this. I shall Veer. go like this. <laughs> what did you, what he was did you waving. do? Veer from Babylon 5. The Veer wave. The, oh. the Veer wave. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go on, Jean. Alien disembodied voice from Mars. Sorry, alien disembodied voice via Mars. Richard Burton? No. Uh, Liam Nielsen? No. <laughs> disembodied voice. The voice of the Mishdrons? Yes. Ah. <laughs> I was going to say Kodos and Kang. <laughs> I was going to say Pyramids of Mars. Well, that was a fun game, wasn't it? <laughs> that was a jolly Jane. It really was. Should we get back to the proper stuff? Yeah. Uh, probably should, probably should. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen. She's got her serious voice on. I have on. my serious voice on. We watched a terrible but brilliant movie for mm. you lot. <laughs> and now we shall tell you about our televisual <clears throat> treats. Well, they were Blu-ray treats, really. We watched some Doctor Who. Ooh. Pause for music. When I say we watched some Doctor Who, I mean, of course, that we watched that classic... State of Decay, didn't we? 
We did. Yes, yes. we did. Yeah. I did anyway. Yes. Well, I did. I don't know what you watched. I listened to the Pickwick version. I stayed awake. She did. All the way through. Yeah. This was very much a throwback to the classic Philip Hinchcliffe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of like dark gothic, gothic. gothic. We commented oh, halfway through that Romana was like wearing that. Sarah Jane's sacrifice dress. Yeah. I think <laughs> it originally was a Philip Hinchcliffe. Yeah. Because it, it was originally written for around that time period and then the BBC made and showed Dracula. Yeah. So ah. it was, this was bumped off into the slush pile and then pulled out for well, uh, season 18. It. Yeah, they yeah, were so yeah. desperate for scripts. They was going through the old scripts, finding what yeah. they could resurrect. Yeah. yeah. And this turned up, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, this was a good one. It was. This stood it up. Was. The there King was, and the Queen. There were shoulder pads in it. Oh, the, <laughs> the King and the Queen, couple of observations about them. First is that they look like they came from playing cards. They yes. yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the beards and, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And the second was everything they did was a synchronised dance. Yes. Mm. It, was very it really was. It was, it was mm. We were just min- minorly disappointed that she didn't float. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. When, when uh, they, they go to attack Adric and Romana, they walk across the floor. It would have yeah. been better if they if they'd floated, that would have been pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I'd say the Chancellor Orcon, he was the brains behind the operation. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, if anything, so the king was the weakest oh, agree, of yeah. the trumpet. Apparently the, the mannerisms and the behaviour was very deliberately oh. done as part of the characters. Yeah, it yeah. was, it was very won- it was wonderfully done. It was, was the, the total synchronicity. Yeah, it's a shame about mm. the bats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't they wonderful? That, that was even, straight out of even, even I yeah. could nearly see the string. Yeah. Yeah. Straight out of hammer, <laughs> falling on the ground, just hovering on the ground for a second while they pull back up. <laughs> I, I just have visions of the cast uh, of the the crew standing behind yeah. the camera the with field. fishing rods. Yeah. 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 Basically, that's what they were yeah. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this was Adric's first second one, second first one after story, staying so away. It's oh, his yeah. first story as a companion, so yeah. to speak. And he immediately steps into what would become his um, calling card of go-to role, betraying oh, his yeah. friends, mm. and then afterwards claiming, oh, I was only doing it to try and rescue you. Yeah. You're a horrible little shit of a character, <laughs> and I disliked you from beginning has, to end. Yes. Has everyone started calling him that boy yet? Yes, <laughs> yes very self-serving from the off no. oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Although they, he did look nice in his sacrifice clothes when oh, they yes. when they were going to make him one of them. Yeah. That was that was quite nice. The page boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the fact this tied in with early Time Lord history as well. Yes. This is Again. we don't yeah, we, we now, nowadays yeah. we get quite a lot of the um little hints, you know, the doctor go, Oh, when I was a kid and there's folklore but mm. back in the original series you never got much of the folklore or the history of Doctor mm. yeah. of the top Gallifreys. Mm. And I like the fact that this was a glimpse into their own history and battles yeah. and that kind of stuff. I just wonder the the hermit that the doctor talks about is it the same hermit with the daisiest daisy that number three talked <laughs> yeah. about? Probably, yeah. yeah. Racial purity and all that. Yeah, yeah. going back to what you're saying, I mean, as you say, I mean, it implies that the vampires were yeah, as great an enemy or even greater than the Daleks were mm, for the yeah. time. Lord. Certainly back in back in the, the history. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, because they mentioned the bow ships and things like that. So. Yeah. Kind of makes you wonder now, what was the Doctor doing during those, that time? The Doctor must have been around back then now, we now know. Well, that's true, yeah. yeah. Uh, perhaps he was the inventor 
the bow ships and mm-hmm. we know Rassilon uh, snapped the glory. Yeah, could be, could be. Well, the, the character who will lose their memory and becomes the Doctor was around them. <laughs> yeah. yes. They aren't necessarily the Doctor and they wouldn't, the Doctor now wouldn't remember what that person no, no, there no, did. No. <laughs> but they were it's all very bloody confusing. <laughs> the Timeless Child, whatever. The Timeless Child was around. Yeah. Yeah. around. Yeah. yeah, but they're not the Doctor. They might be. No, they're not. Because <laughs> Ruth, Ruth was the Doctor. <laughs> no, Ruth was Ruth. I, I think we're no, getting... she called herself the Doctor. She was the Doctor. I think we're getting bogged down and sidetracked. So yeah. If Keith loses his memory tomorrow and for some reason we're all dead and, <laughs> and sets up as Roy mm-hmm. and lives for another 50 years, people won't, and people discover that he used to be Keith. They, they won't say, oh, well, you know, he wasn't Roy back mm-hmm. then because he was Roy. He was just called Keith. Whereas after he's lost his memory, he's no longer Keith, but he's still Keith, but just Roy. <laughs> can, can we get back to the state of decay now? <laughs> yeah, okay. Stop traumatising me. Back to 1980. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I have to admit, there are some wonderfully naff special effects like the rocket going straight up. That was really poor even for them. It didn't even turn off the thrusters. <laughs> no, it just whipped around. <laughs> yeah. It was guided and motion <laughs> But for them, that was that like... Was, that was like a Tom and Jerry rocket shot, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. it was, Moon did it better than that. I it's it ignoring all almost, the laws of physics. You almost expect to see Acme on the sun. <laughs> 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 but the, the relationship between the Doctor and Romana in this one is excellent. It's, mm. it's funny, it's gentle, it's just everything the Doctor and Romana too should have been the small ad libs while lifting Romana down off the side onto his toe. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. also in the the prison hiding or hiding behind the door to jump the guard walks in and gets the door smashed into, <laughs> into his, his face. face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it, this isn't full-on comedy half-hour. This no, is no, no, much no. more restrained. It's, it's yeah. toned down, yeah. but it's it's yeah. still... Moments of light in a yeah. darker yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, very much. And it was nice to see that in the dim and distant past, BBC Micro was a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, I always said it was ahead of its time. 1980. Would it have been a BBC Micro? Would it, would it have been in 1980? I don't know. Commodore. I said it did look like CFAX. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a bit. Yeah. So obviously, the 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 great one could only psychically control one person at one time, and either Orcon was the weakest or was the most adept at psychic I, powers. Yeah. He actually had the strongest connection. Didn't I he? think. Yeah. yeah, it's. I think it came to the crew through Orcon. Yeah. So, so he was the main. One, he was the main the one link. that got out first, and then he went round and bit the rest basically, of them on the neck. Basically, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's a bit odd that there's only three vampires. Why haven't they turned everybody? Yeah. Into over vampires. the years, mm. and why also well, that if they've they got want to the, keep the food source, I suppose. Yeah. So. yeah, but also if they've um, stopped de- allowing the villagers to develop to progress, yeah. so that they will be this submissive food mm-hmm. source. Why? Where did the rebels come from? Why did some of them suddenly yeah. rebel? And well, if they'd been out there for a while, why didn't Orcon use his bats to find them? Yeah, it took him no time to find the Doctor and uh, Romana. Well, I think yeah. in, in terms, or they of, were in a cupboard. Yeah, <laughs> in terms of why the villagers were all turned out because the the vampire was wounded so he needed the blood to help heal himself That's so true. Yes. you couldn't have turned them all into vampires because then there's no mm. there's no healing yeah. blood source so to speak yeah 
I got the feeling that the older guy was only maybe one or two generations down from the original... Kalmar. Kalmar. So if his parents or his great-great-great-grandparents were both particularly the science side of it, they may have perpetuated the stories through their family line while mm. as everyone else. It just seems really odd that essentially that you've got a bunch of cattle there mm. and a, a handful of them mm. suddenly decide they're Dog Tanyon and the Three Musker Hounds. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I get the feeling they've been plugging away at this for a while, not not just quite recently, maybe for a generation yeah. or two. Well, it just seems yeah. odd that they're there at all. Yeah. yeah. It, it's often the same problem as many dog twos trying to create a civilization as a very small group of people. Mm. The village seems to be tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Houses so, enough yeah. people to sustain. To sustain. It's, it's frontios, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so many dog twos have this problem. And, yeah. There are so many bodies and they, the selection happens fairly regularly. Yeah. How Probably do they keep it, the yeah. population high enough mm. to mm. do yeah. all these selections? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> That's a budgetary problem. There's a lot more people we didn't see. You didn't see the the other events that they stage through the year, where is the uh, the the wild parties to get everyone to get the population <laughs> no, up? I, I have a, I have a yeah, the lockdowns yeah. and the yeah. long weekends. I have a confession. Oh, yeah. You oh. know when K nine was left in charge and Adric tricked him. Yes. Did anyone else really want K nine to shoot Adric? Yes. <laughs> Do you see the way that Adric walked towards the door? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's what Peter Davison said. He yeah. was it. He learnt his arpeggio, but never learnt his scales. So he may have been able to deliver a line vaguely decently, but he didn't know how to walk. Mm. Yeah, and that was pa- plainly, obvious, painfully yeah. obvious <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. early episodes. Yeah, you kind of sit there thinking, you put one foot in front of the other, you just walk. Yeah, unless your there's clearly has more. A limp or there's something. clearly more to it when I you've think... got to reach certain marks at yeah. certain. Yeah. And also, he didn't creep, he just strutted. You know, you're meant to be being secretly trying to get out. He's not in it very much. No. No. That's a blitz. It is interesting to me how many times in the extended universe they've gone back to the well on this. Certainly on the new adventures. Big bit of history to the Time Lords. Yeah. This is why they stopped doing any kind of warfare yeah, until the Time War. But <laughs> there's at least two or three new adventure books that have gone back to the vampire, this particular vampire myth thread yeah. from, from oh, East Space. I mean, we don't know. The fight with the vampires could be really when the Time Lords were in their very, very early stages of time travel. Yeah. When it, it might yeah. have been something, that, although we call them Time Lords, it yeah. was something that was maybe just two or three very elite people travelled in machines or what have you. It, it, it could be that, like, Concord compared to yeah. budget travel. Maybe before time travel. Uh, I think mm. I think it's, yeah, when Rassilon's the power, but I think it may be just before time travel. Yeah. Because yeah. Russell lived for at least a 11 week. regenerations, whatever, probably yeah. a few thousand years. He's immortal. Yeah. Who <laughs> to Rassilon's tower would go? Yeah. <laughs> probably only towards the end of his time that time travel was cracked. Yeah. But also, like the fact that the, the vampires aren't exclusively a Gallifreyan monster. No. We've got them in our mythology, and mm. the fact that it's yeah. in different. And they yeah. brought in the daemons and mm. that kind mm. of stuff. So I, li- I like the idea of there being another race that is being as spread out as like the Daleks or what have you. Well, I'm just saying the the Virgin books suggested that uh, the vampires are actually from another dimension and that cracking the Eye of Harmony, cracking the singularity is what opened the gaps in the universe for allowing them to come through. Mm. Mm. So East Space could be its natural home. Yeah. 
So is this one that we would recommend to maybe viewers of New Who? I hate that word, New Who. It's been around so long now. But to viewers of the more recent... Yeah, yeah um, that, You know, who maybe sometimes look at the old episodes as being a bit slow and... Well, it gives the uh, sort of viewers much more of an insight into the sort of early history of the Time Lords. For, for myself, I found it slow but still watchable, still oh, gripping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still wanted to know what was happening next. Mm. I'll, I'll concede the pacing of it was a little bit slow, but it was still interesting. I think the pacing fits with it, though, because this isn't an action story. No. It's not a, a chase story. No. Although there's a battle, it's not a physical kind of like beat-em-up battle to the very end. So I think the pacing actually works quite well with the type of story it actually is. Yes, yeah. it, it worked. That's what, I'm, that's what I was trying to get yeah. across. I've been it's trying the... to... Now you've said that it was a Finch, Hinchcliffe-era thing, I'm trying to imagine it with Liz Sladen instead of Lala Ward... Mm. And it's yeah. It was literally a two-hander when they, mm. which is probably the reason why Adric is isn't in it very mm. much yeah. because yeah. there wasn't room for the character. They've and he's to, annoying. Yeah, <laughs> they've had to find him a place. Yeah, very um, much. I'm being very hard on Adric here. You think I don't actually like him? You'd be right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can see that as a as an early Tom. Yeah, Sarah Jane. Mm. Yeah. I think it's the strongest of the E-Space trilogy. Mm. Yes, yeah. definitely. Okay, we'd like to know what you chaps and chapesses, etc., thought of State of Decay. Please do write to us. You can guess where. <laughs> Show. At. Staggering. Stories. Dot. Net. Did you pause deliberately then? No. <laughs> I was trying to figure out which way we were going. Yeah. You, you, can, you can also leave your comments on our Facebook page so you could have a chat with other listeners on our Facebook page, Staggering <laughs> Stories. Mm. Yeah, you could. Or, or you could write on someone else's Facebook page, someone who's glaring at Adam's <gasps> right ear dun, in dun, fury. Dun. The back of his head. He's wishing he had <laughs> fangs of his own. Yes. Sorry, I've just been attacked by a moth. <laughs> well, I was thinking of the other guy personally. Yeah, she wasn't a bat, a vampire bat. <laughs> a, little, a little tiny moth just flew into my face. Sorry One, about that, Head of Pertwee. One, two, three. Hello, Head of Pertwee. Hello, Cardboard Clara. She's looking very orange. She's looking rather nice, aren't you, Clara? You're very sweet next to that pale ginger streak of nothing. <laughs> Don't forget Graham. Hello, Terence. Oh, yes, Terence. Hello, Graham. Dangerous Churchill, fascist Spock. And everyone else. Where's Moomin? Ah. Oh, did you not tell him? Whoa. I thought you were going to tell him what happened to Moomin. Oh, dear. What's happened? You know fireworks. (laughs) You didn't tie him to one, did you? Not. One. Ah. I don't know where Moomin is. He's probably fallen down the back of cardboard, Amy. Probably, yeah. No, I was going to say looking up her skirt. He's being eaten by spiders as we speak. Oh. Anyway, lead us out, Crumbly. Oh, let us. Don't lead us out, Crumbly. <laughs> Dear listeners, you've been writing to us. Thank you. Thank, thank, you. You. thank, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's thank so you. nice. We've thank heard. You. Thank you. Oh, from no, Reese. Right. Thank, ah. Hello. thank you. Hello. Hello, Reese. Hello, Reese. He says, Dear team. Oh, no, please. Oh, no. no. Greetings no, 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 from no, one of no, your no, Australian. No, 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 no,
He says, Dear team, greetings from one of your Australian friends and grateful listeners. Grateful because... Oh, could I have some Land of Hope and Glory music here, please? <laughs> grateful because even during the current virus-infected days, you lovely people are still contributing to making the lockdown period a more fun-filled time and continuing to provide the joyous sense of community that you and your podcast gives to us listeners. Thank you for that. that that's really useful. <laughs> Please accept my apologies for the absence from your feedback section. I've been wanting to spare you from having to read my long-winded ramblings, and I like to hear what you have to say about my feedback. But in your current recording setup, you won't be able to hear audio feedback if I sent that. But, yes, Keith? We can now! Yes, he yeah, knows. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but I'm just going to go for it and write this to you, so please accept further apologies, because knowing me, this could take a while. <laughs> Firstly, I'd just like to recommend the brand new Netflix series, Warrior Nun. <laughs> oh, yeah! A few people I know, some of whom are mutual friends of ours, have a problem with the name. They seem to find it a bit ridiculous. <laughs> well, like, shark NATO isn't. <laughs> but when you learn that it's based on a comic book and or graphic novel, mm -hmm. I think that helps explain away the weirdness you could get from the title. Yep. Because compared to... And snakes on a plane! That's another weird... <laughs> She's off. It's a great because one. compared to other things in comics, that's pretty tame. Now to talk about the show and not its comic book origins, here's a bit of a synopsis. I'm girding my loins. The main character, a tetraplegic orphan named Ava who was left in such a state after a car accident, is bestowed with a gift, one which I won't spoil exactly what it is, but I found a nice twist on concepts from elsewhere, which, one, restores her ability to move, and two, grants her powers, which she has come to terms with, and which also make her a target. Dun, dun, dun. The show often uses Ava's internal monologue to further the story mm -hmm. and let us know what she's thinking in the form of a voiceover. Mm. And she's got a fantastic sense of humour, which the lead actor, Alba Baptista, delivers wonderfully. Moments like that remind me of Deadpool in all the right ways. <laughs> there are also many poignant moments and she and her fellow cast members play them brilliantly. I think she's a breakout star and I hope the show becomes a hit. I think it deserves it. There are moments of cliché, both mm -hmm. within the superhero genre and for a drama series, but I can personally put up with them because the rest of the show is rather excellent. Now, before this gets too much longer, I'll just finish off by mentioning that because of the release of the second game, <laughs> I recently bought and played The Last of Us. The timing of my purchasing my PlayStation ended up being fortunate because I've been wanting to buy one for years and finally dove in a week before the state I live in went back into lockdown oh. due to a spike in COVID cases. Yeah. That makes the setting for the game slightly more unnerving, <laughs> what with it being a disease that brings on the apocalypse in the game. <laughs> in fact, I've just realised that I've played two video games that I'd never played before during lockdown, both Spider-Man and The Last of Us, which both feature plot threads involving yeah. a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Life-imitating Anyway, I've heard about this game since it's released six or seven years ago, but I hadn't played it, partly because I haven't owned the console until now, but also because I'd written it off as a simple horror game. I can't stand horror, especially horror involving zombies. Mm -hmm. I find them very boring and can never invest in a story featuring them until now. Dun, dun, dun. The story in this, especially the relationship between the main characters, Joel and Ellie, is outstanding and actually moved me to tears numerous times. Yes, it did me too, but don't ever tell Keith. <laughs> I never yeah, expected to give this game such a title, but I'd call it 
incredible. Ooh. I could say more, but I get the feeling my trademark of saying too much during feedback has returned again this time round, <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. Could I have another Land of Hope and Glory? <laughs> Thank you, dear Staggerers, for your marvellous work, and I send my best wishes to you. Speak, well, mostly write, to you next time. Reese. <laughs> you can stop humming now. Okay. Stop, stop humming now. I have watched Warrior Nun. I've watched the first season. Is it worth seeing? I've seen the first couple. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The beginning of it, the first couple of stories... That's about where I'm up to episode two. I can understand why some people would turn off because the character, you either get her straight away or you don't, so to speak. But if you stick with it, it's actually got a lot more twists and turns in it than it initially seems to have. It's one of those ones, a bit like the Umbrella Academy. It's a slow slow burner Mm. and there's suddenly... Things come out of the woodwork, and you who who was that? What? A eh? what? Where did? Yeah, and that kind of yeah. stuff. And stuff okay. isn't going in the direction you think it is going. Mm. So that's Netflix then. It is Netflix. Yeah. I, I, I'm like Adam. I've watched the first couple. And then I've got uh, Umbrella Academy season two, so I'm afraid that's <laughs> occupied my time. <laughs> yeah, so there is a second season being planned, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. Do you have any more feedback? We do. Oh. Who is it from? It's from Catherine. Catherine. Hello, Catherine. Terence is fine. He says hi. Yep. He says hello, mummy. She says hello, staggerers. Hello. Hello, Terence. Hello, head of Pertwee. <laughs> I hope all is relatively well with you fine folks. Things are more or less stable here at Shea Dragon as I'll get ready for my annual time travel adventures that have not been cancelled. Good run yet. My apologies for not writing more often. Time does seem to get away from me. It's hard to keep hold of these days. Yep. How about some actual feedback? Underworld. This wasn't a story that interested me much as a kid, but it stands out in my memory because of how annoying it was (laughs) (laughs) that the actors and the backgrounds didn't match up. (laughs) Colour separation. The inflation-riddled budget actually caused the production team to try something groundbreaking, but it just didn't work. I don't think even a better story could have made up for the visual shortcomings. I should mention that this was written after listening to Jarl talk about the story. There may be more after if I rewatch you know, for my for myself. No, don't 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 do that to yourself. You know, times are hard. Mm. It's twenty twenty. Don't risk it. Blake Seven. Yay! I still haven't watched this show, but I have listened to so many podcasters talking about it. Waves to the Tin Dog for one. Hi, Tin Dog. Hello, Tinny. I feel I have at least a passing understanding of who's who. That's not much help as feedback, though, is it? <laughs> who's your favourite character? You've watch heard of? Blake Seven. It's just so good. There's. I think we put it up when we did the last one mm, yes. we put up uh, show notes to a re-CGI'd Blake 7 I, yeah and he's redone it again Jewel I think he's, he's done another version I don't oh, he tweeted it further well, yeah. you know lockdown he's had a lot of time on his hands yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so if you're going to watch one watch that well this probably isn't either but here goes I do remember coming across an episode late one Saturday night oh. and watched for a little while thinking it was Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. British actors, same quality sets, yeah. same music, yeah. same videotape feel. Yeah. But after a few minutes of no Doctor, no companions, no recognisable anything, I realised it must be that other show I'd heard of and promptly turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> this was probably in 1982 and my 14-year-old self was too into Who to be interested in this wannabe programme. Ah, <laughs> uh, the folly of youth. One of these years, I'll actually get round to watching it. Probably... Maybe. Well, we'll see. It's really worth it. 
It's only, was it four seasons? Yeah. Yeah. And it really is, especially the first couple of seasons. Yes. All right, back to making dragons. Be well, miss you all. And on. Miss you too. See you again one day. Take Take care. care. I think she should make a Union Jack dragon. Oh! (laughs) Yeah, but... She'd make it, and it would be wonderful, and then we'd get all snitchy and bitchy and say, well, actually, the Union Jack's upside down. <laughs> what, you and mean the, like then, on Boris's planes? Exactly. And then she'd have to kill us. Yeah, yeah. The fight will ensue. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Which we'd probably lose. We would, yeah, we yeah. would lose, yeah. She'd set her dragons on us. Exactly. Anyway, uh, you know what's coming, good people. We'd like to hear more from you. Your feedback keeps us alive. Yes. So do mm. write to us. I'm going to confuse them all by pointing to them this time. Oh, no. Write to us via show at Staggering Stories. Got! Net. All did very well. Thank you. Lead us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of a non-socially distanced podcast. <laughs> no, we're socially, we're socially distanced. I love you. I love you. Stop licking him. But never fear. In Stop the next one, <laughs> there'll be more of the same. More fun frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So until that... S for state of decay. Staggeringly. Stupid. Sycophantic. Slimeball. Strangeness. Stainy. <laughs> Comes. Supercilious. Supercilious. <laughs> Comes slurping. Ooh, good word. <laughs> Towards us. Slipperly. Like a Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. No, bye-bye. Shoulder pads. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast Series 1, number 347, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended. This has been an El Presidente and Fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. Comparing a state of decay to Smith and Jones. Try to think, is there any blood at all in Smith and Jones with the uh, vampire? Because she's got straws in the sheet. It, it, I think it appears that, briefly yeah. through the straw, and that's about it. Whereas here we've got vats of blood, and yeah. the doctor's got blue blood when he's uh, bitten. Yeah, I, I hate to say it, they used to actually box. be quite good at gore once upon a time, now we've all got a bit sanitised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We mustn't upset anyone. Mm. I don't think it's so the kiddies will get upset. I think it's more the mummy parents. and daddies that get yeah. upset. <laughs> The main character, a tele... A, oh, telepathic. Jesus, you bleed. He's not Ow. telepathic. No. <laughs> Shoulder pads. Shut your noise. We didn't mention oh. Kelmar's uh, great comb-over, did we? Oh, yeah. yeah we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't for the end of that comb-over. Oh, 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 oh do that now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sort of bits of string. Yeah. <laughs> the great comb-over. Testing, testing, one, two, three. <laughs> You just had to jump in, didn't he you? Does. He does. Always got to be about you. It was an involuntary spasm of my diaphragm. <laughs> A spasm. His throat or <laughs> sphincter spasmed. <laughs> is it that you've got burp Tourette's? Is that what it is? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, just call her Madge the next time you see her. Why Madge? Have you ever watched her Benidorm? No. Yes. Mm, yes. <laughs> is she a, a very um, aggressively mobile pensioner? Yes. <laughs>
aggressive being, well, cantankerous being the operative word. There's an old guy in Horsham who, um, you know, if you don't step out of the way smartish, he clips your ankles. Mm, yeah. And he's got this determined look on his face <laughs> and he knows he's going that way and you just got to get out of the way. <laughs> he's like an elderly, overly aggressive, really dangerous version of the video from the Verve's Bittersweet <laughs> Symphony. <laughs> Can't we just be sensible and not overrun? <laughs> Pause for mocking oh, laughter. It's, it's good to laugh. <laughs>